The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turrbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. You're listening to the Gold Circle International, a Nepal podcast covering the New Zealand's ANZ Premiership and, sadly, the England Nepal Vitality Super League, which is no longer running in 2020, so hopefully we'll see it again. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleeker, and across from me, as always, is Luke Top. Hello. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I was waiting. <laughs> what were you? You, you held on to that pause. That was a really good pause. And I'm keeping that in the whole show too. So oh, you great. can be embarrassed. And who else do we have? We also have Junior Levy. Hello. I'm back, back, back again. Yes. Back <laughs> once again. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> so we we really loved the format uh, that we did, I think, what, two or three weeks ago, just yes. going through and catching up with the teams rather than going round by round um, because we want to keep these episodes short and sharp, which we're going to try and attempt to do for the SSN as the fixture was announced today. Again, we're not going to go into that. That's goal circle stuff. We'll come with you, come to you with an episode for that. But we're here to discuss round six of the ANZ Premierships. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the rounds and the results, and then we're just going to do a team by team sort of catch up on how things have been going because um, there's been a couple of close games and a couple of really phenomenal matches as well. So uh, the Mystics defeating the Northern Stars 51 to 47, the Central Pulse defeating the Mystics 44 to 38. On the back to back, the Central Pulse defeating the Mainland Tactics 33 to 32. The Southern Steel defeating the Magic 41 to 40, and then the Southern Steel defeat. Uh, sorry, the Tactics defeating the Southern Steel 48 to 35. What was Junior? We'll start with you. What was your takeaway from this round in particular? Uh, I think probably the biggest takeaway is that there are clearly teams that can back up performances over a 24-hour time frame, and probably teams that can't. Um, and I think that was really evident in terms of like the Mystics having a, a pretty like that was a really good game between them and the Stars in terms of um, you know their ability to sustain like to stay composed and then obviously just push ahead at the end. But yeah. then it really really showed the next day when they were pummeled by the Pulse in the first half and then they actually won the second half and you know we're in striking distance of a win really. Yeah. Um, I think they were within four at one stage in that last quarter. Um, and then obviously the Pulse managed to push away. And then in, uh, in on the flip side, you got a team like the Pulse, um, who obviously defeated the Mystics on the Saturday and then backed it up the very next day um, with a one goal win over the Tactics. Um, but I thought it would have been interesting to see how the Pulse would have performed um, if that was their first game of the week or if yeah. they had a day break in between um, just because I think the tactics played really well um, but also capitalised on the fact that the, the Pulse might have been a bit sore or a bit fatigued after after a day before. Those back-to-back yeah. days are pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, I know. I was just looking at it and it's really interesting because I think it adds a, it's a, adds a bit of an interesting dichotomy to the league so far because it's challenging teams that are on the back-to-back. So, like a team like the Pulse is showing that they can actually back it up, even though the game was close. Um, and it's a low-scoring game for both teams as well, for the Pulse and the Tactics mm. as well. But I think it's interesting just seeing how the Mystics were able to sort of claw it back in the second half um, against the Pulse in that in the um, in the early sort of part of the round. But I think when I just look at the Pulse, they just they're just that fit. And uh, like for me, it's just like again the touch of Knowles. Really, I mean, we we're talking about it pre-show is that sort of Knowles has been 
she's been like going to every single game and and watching and commentating or commentating on the site i guess to different publications and stuff about the state of the where the premiership's at and also the different teams and players and stuff like that and it's really interesting just seeing how deliberately involved she's being with the state of the game over there which i think says a lot about like her it kind of um sorry to cut in there um it kind of makes me think like I, I know a lot of the sort of commentary around the new Diamonds coach, how everyone's saying, oh, it'd be really good if they were an SSN coach as well. It kind of makes me realize that maybe if you were going for a structure that if you wanted to replicate exactly what Knowles has done, you kind of do need someone that isn't coaching an SSN team yeah. and for them to sit on the yeah. bench um, and sort of pick up also, I think, you know, understanding the players and the combinations that she potentially can pick uh, for the Silver Fern squad. I just think it's just... Every time she bloody touches something, it just turns to gold. I like. I was exactly. just like, I cannot believe... No, honestly, I was sitting there going like, why have we not instituted this? This makes so much sense. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know Lisa yeah. Alexander went into the training like she like spends sort times of, with the teams yeah yeah but not in like sort of like a game day capacity like actually sitting on that bench and being like okay this is what this particular coach who works strongly with this pairing does in this situation how can we change yeah. that how can we work for better sort of I guess cohesion and I sort of saw that with Bird and TP um, mm. where they kind of went away and they kind of worked on some stuff and you could see it had Nolene written all over it. Um, like Stronger Hold and TP sort of passing a bit more before, you know, getting closer to the hoop as opposed to sort of jacking it up from a bit a bit out. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it's incredible what she does. Uh, uh, yeah, Nepal Australia yeah. are crazy not to hire her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, it's once again Nolene's constantly like innovating what she does, and it's so funny because when she explains why, it's like, oh my god, it's like so simple, like it's so obvious. Why wouldn't you do that? And why hasn't anyone thought of it already? But at the same time, it's very groundbreaking. Like for example, her just being her being on her being on the sideline at these games from a Silver Friends perspective in terms of the players that are already in her program upwards um it serves just for her to have a more intimate knowledge about how they're performing but also checking on and how they're doing during the game because you don't get that kind of intimate um view when you're watching from the sidelines or even at home as probably most national coaches already do um but also in terms of that and she spoke about this um in what in some of the interviews post matches her ability to have a really again a really intimate look at the players that are coming through and how those and the players that are on the cusp of silver friends selection or, or in the wider squad and how they're responding to you know um like you know on the minute um feedback and their ability to uh be given advice and adjust to that like live in the game and i think that really gives you even more of a, a selection um you know of more of a selection look because you know they don't actually lisa alexander wouldn't understand or wouldn't be able to see that view for any of the ssn teams because that's not the kind of engagement she has on court or previously um and those aren't things that coaches are like you know feeding back minute by minute because they can't obviously it's impossible but nolene to sit there and, and be able to watch her either her give advice or the coaches give advice and see how players react or see how players don't react i think is even more of an insight in terms of selection or her giving feedback on where players are at and their like you know in their progression to silver friends if that's what they want i think it's like it's really really innovative work 
Yeah, and I think you can, like you said, you, you can see it on the court, especially with a team like that's struggling like the Steel at the moment, because like, oh god, you need to. I don't know what they've done, but the the injury curse has hit them so goddamn hard this season. But if you look at like Saunders, who had a phenomenal weekend as well, I can't remember. I think it was just against the Magic that. Uh, her leadership on the court and her balance running that midcourt is so important for that steel side to not collapse. And it's a reason that they won by one point against um, the Magic. And also, they, they had to back it up against the Tactics, which is, they're an insane side. But also, I think the Steel is still able to like keep themselves in the game at right now. And it's due to the fact that they've got someone like Saunders on in their midcourt with all of that experience, with all of the fitness, with all of that having to play against and with these players on a week-to-week and a year-to-year basis. That, for me, says a lot so much about the program that the Ferns have right now and how it's starting to really keep it as grassroots and as close to the game as possible, if that makes sense. I, I just can't even imagine how much Knowles would be salivating for Grayson Wecky. Like, just imagine her in a Ferns dress and it's just like Ripperoni everyone mm, because she's got yeah she's like once again she's i think she's still got ways to go before we see her in a friend's dress but how exciting how so exciting i know yeah um, i yeah i oh sorry keep going Tony, you go oh i was just gonna say i completely agree um i think you know as she builds physically because i think yeah. you know she's still got she's got to fill out growing. that frame a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. she's still growing um obviously she's gonna sort of get some of that knowledge in her head from playing in this league um, she's just going to be unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to work with her. Actually, on that note, I would love to, um, like, help her with, um, like her hold and all that stuff, because I think she's just got so much, like, all her um normal, um, like all of her like the foundation skills that she has right now are solid as they are. So it's only up. Like, there's not much. Like her shot leaves a bit to be desired because she has like a like she doesn't have a very fluid motion like yeah. most shooters. Um, but that, a lot of talls have that as well. But um, just her hold because she's so athletic and she's got great elevation. She can out jump most people. But add to that like a real um, add to that like a real really structured and strong hold and her body positioning being really refined and she won't even have to jump like a lot of the times I yeah. don't have to jump if you've got a really good hold you just wait for the ball to come into the space you've you've held for and you just put your long arm out for it and I think um, and I think she'll discover that and she'll grow and like obviously um, Nolene will help her get there definitely that's that's really good advice for someone like me too, who's still oh no after my first don't game back at social. Yeah, I I said that I don't know why he they doesn't keep putting use me his there. bum. I use no. my bum the whole time. I just yeah. push people out of the way with my butt and push <laughs> off them. Get the ball. Yeah, true, it's true. It's, it's true. true. That's all yeah. I do. Get the ball and then you shoot it. That's uh, yeah. easy. Nick, he doesn't have a butt to do that with. No, no. But yeah, that's that, that's not. I have a, yeah, but I have a real unnatural looking hold. Um, yeah, because I try my best to make sure that like the umpire can't ping me for any body positioning. So I'm like, I have a really, really awkward looking like upright hold, and then I like yank out at the last second and grab the ball. It's yeah, just because I used to get pinned a lot by umpires. So, but yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's back to Grace. She's yeah, I'm really really excited about the future. But even not even like just now like how amazing is Maya Wilson in general like it's she's yeah there's no need like I mean the like the diamonds are going to get no rest because Maya I think Maya has just reached a new level in terms of her actual body positioning on court and her ability to shoot from range um at, at a very high percentage um 
was something that she never used to have. Um, and obviously her court fitness has improved massively. So I'm really excited to see, hopefully later this year, if uh, Constellation Cup goes ahead. Um, I, I'm assuming Maya will be there. I'd love to see Maya against the Diamonds, um, just to see where she's at, because it'll be the true test. Yeah, I think that was, you know, Luke and I, we were talking last year when we were doing some just the coverage there and said Prems about how much um, uh, Maya had improved her game. Like, and watching her playing for the Stars, you can see that she is, it's really interesting. She's such a, like, she's not really like a flashy player. She's not really, she doesn't really strike me as someone that I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. Yet she's still, like, one of the most underrated, under the radar players in ANZ but also internationally as well because she seems to like she'll either be starting for the Ferns or she'll be like a plug and play shooter and she'll just knock it down and she I just again the fact that she that program for the Ferns has worked out so well for her is just like I'm really I'm really mad that a lot of these players are not playing over here <laughs> well I think I think as well the amount of depth like I think they've always had depth defensively but um, obviously, with Irene coming in, yeah, they didn't really have that sort of shooting, you know, mastery. But now they've just—they literally have every type of shooter that is yeah, insanely they fit. <laughs> they do insanely fit, insanely in form. Um, yep, yep. The the selection's going to be uh, like I would not want to be selecting that team to be honest. Yeah, everyone has really come to the party. Everyone is fit. I just, I just think if you're Nepal Australia, you're just looking at this and going. Oh, have we made a bad decision with SSN because we don't have that talent pool to hit? Yeah. Mm. Well, look, it's like you can't, I can't deny that SSN is, a, a, you know, a much more premier league and it's, it's, it's a lot more of like, it's a luxury product when it comes to netball. But to be fair, that was the, that was like, you know, the deal that Netball Australia made with the devil in terms of, you know, when they did separate, when the ANZ did dissolve that, you know, they were going to have a premium product for their own players and internationally as well, but at the cost of, um, you know the the foundation players and 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 you know those players coming through and and a and l would suffer as well and and obviously put on top of that covid um not allowing a and l to go ahead and then you know them playing this two sh- two point shot version ssn this year it's going to be it'll be interesting when the diamonds come together if they do at the end of the year um mm-hmm. that'll be a true reflection of where netball australia is at do you think just just on? I know that we've been sitting on the Mystics quite a bit in this particular episode. But do you think if Mez is because Mez is she was still at the Mystics, right? Yeah. Um, if Mez is playing this season, do you think the Mystics are on top of the pulse? I think they'd have a way better chance of defeating the pulse. Um, to be fair, yes, their attack end would be firing a lot more easily than it has. Like at the moment, you know, as soon as the high ball is up, they've got like you know such a great chance. But the problem is. Um, you know, once they've, you know, once they've blocked a vision of, of better or once they've sort of got better covered um, and Karen did that really well, mm. um, you know, they haven't got really someone else punching through. Um, and that was what, and Mez would provide that and more, especially given that Mez is quite athletic and has quite a vertical leap on herself. I mean, she'd be pretty deadly with, um, with Grace behind her. Yeah. I was I really looking forward. Oh, sorry. I was really looking forward on that note to actually seeing the pulse like look, i love the pulse i'm um, the one of my favorite teams but i was kind of like budding for the tactics a little bit oh yeah i was too oh to mate they're my oh, team of course, of i was course. very excited <laughs> they yeah. can do it they're I, my team once again i think they just um 
they they just didn't have they didn't have the change up required in attack. Um, I think Ericana Pedersen really struggled against um, Karen, um, and it showed, especially especially coming out of transition. And Karen picked up so much ball just one on one with yeah. Karen. Um, sorry, with um, Pedersen. And I think you know once again, and this is the thing I'm hoping that they'll smarten up to it. Look, looking at game analysis over the next few weeks, is that you know Karen is so strong on the body and she's super fast. So trying to trying to go toe toe for toe for her with her. Um, in a foot race for a ball is the worst decision anyone can yeah. make. And I think <laughs> like Eric kind of probably didn't smarten up to that. And she probably didn't, you know, she didn't really change her angles or like, you know, run a dodge or really change the position. And she just kept trying to fight Karen to the ball. And like, you know, you can't like, it's funny because you have some players that are really, really fast and then some players that are really strong, but Karen's like the perfect mix of both. So you can't beat her at strength because she'll out muscle most people um, in one-on-one. And she's also quite fast for someone um, quite solid. So she, she's, she's going to get to the ball just as fast as you can. And um, I was, yeah, I just, I thought Eda kind of could smarten up to it, but she just, I mean, I mean it's really hard when you're in the game and, and you're trying to, you know, think of new ways and, and, and especially with the pressure on the scoreboard. But um, I think there was, there was a really vital battle that came down to that really, um, that resulted in the result that was, that was, that was the contest between Karen and Ericana was a really big, um, was, it was a really big cause of, of, of that pressure in that game. I think if you look at that game as well, from a tactic standpoint, it's like, oh, I think we're actually like, we're at a point now where we can kind of see us Definitely. beating the Poles. Like there's actually like, that's something that can sort of manifest itself over the course of the season because you really took it to them. And it's, and it's like a, it's a Poles team that's coming off the back to back. Um, like you, you can see in their legs and in the scoreboard as well how much they struggled, especially on that. And I think they were the first game off the rank on the Sunday too, which is just rough. They're the last game on the Saturday and then first game off on Sunday. Um, I, if you're looking at not even just the tactics, but if you're looking at that as the Mystics or if you like even um, any of the other teams, you could you could say like they're wounded because they're tired. So all you need to yep. do is exploit those. But it's a really good point that you raise about Karen Berger as well, because I know a lot of the commentary that I was reading and seeing was that she was just absolutely phenomenal. And she really is. Like, she's just so fast. And her frame doesn't... Yep. Like, her. you look at her frame, and you're like, she's tiny. And then she will win every single battle for the ball, which is just unbelievable. She's, she's just super solid. And she... You know, she doesn't um, she doesn't pull out, which I love. Like I love defenders that just go for the contest. Like and whatever, yeah. if you come out second best, come out second best. And if you get caught by the umpire, you get caught by the umpire. Um, but yeah. she doesn't pull out. So a lot of the times, her speed and her um, her, and her fitness and her strength gets 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 her ball. And um, and I think and that's not only just on and for going back to that game the onus isn't just on Ericana to change up you know her movement patterns but the same with the players around her to obviously not put Ericana under that kind of pressure with you know that kind of those kind of passes or that kind of spacing um, yeah. and really allowing her to dictate um, you know where Karen can't go versus just you know one on one contest which is yeah, the, well, not even I would get into a contest with Karen one on one yeah, I wouldn't. She's fucking scary as hell. No way. Yeah. I'd be. I'd struggle with that whole backline. Yeah, I reckon surely that's that's probably going to be the Silver Ferns backline. Oh, you'd have to think so. I think maybe Jury. Jury I think Jury still needs to prove her fitness before she's selected, though. Oh, I would think more consistency. Um, yeah, my money's still my definitely still on Watson. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe maybe the four of them. 
I watched the um, I, I watched the um, fuck a hugger towel maybe in there as well. I don't know. There's yeah. so many options. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's the one year anniversary to so everyone in New Zealand, including all of us here. We, we watched um, the World Cup, <laughs> <laughs> the semi. Like they they put on the semi. Um, I think Wednesday night and then the grand final last night so this is like you know one year exactly to the day and it was just such a, so amazing to watch and I think it solidified my claim that you know Watson is um, Jane Jane Watson is the best GK on the planet right now and and I get it like you know you when you think of GKs you think of dominant GKs like Sterling but yeah like you know Sterling will take a thousand intercepts but you know Jane will take just as many intercepts but she's just so good in terms of like her footwork yeah. her recovery and her through court attack is really amazing and I think yeah. it's really good for her to be playing goal defense you know domestically because it just improves you know her attacking game and her ability to read play up court as well so I mean, look, uh, I'm 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 just team Watson all the way, and she's a really good. Yeah. Um, she's she works really well with other players around her. Um, she has such so incredible important. discipline too. I find mm. like her discipline on the court. Like you look at Sterling, you're like yeah, phenomenal player, still quite young and still trying yes. to get the throws. Uh, Sterling will the get court. there. I think mm. so too. Yeah, but I think I look at Watson and I'm like, she's just she's always been. Even when she was playing for the Steel, she was always. She was very yes. hyperactive. I remember she being a very hyperactive defender, like always body on the body, always jumping, always prepping. And I think see, she's t- toned that down a little bit. And I think that's like much to like the betterment of her game because now she's like mm-hmm. looking, she's hunting a lot more. She, I, I don't know, for me, like I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Like Watson is hands down the best GK on the planet right now, and there's no one close to that. I think that and I could everyone else doesn't anyway. even get, isn't even getting game time. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, I mean that's it. So that's it. And I mean, every week it's like on gets, full display this weekend yeah. too. Like Watson mm. was amazing for the tackle. I think her moving into GD is really good as well because mm. it gives Knowles like heaps of options. And yeah. I've been really impressed how well yeah. she's done, considering like the level of the league has jumped up so much. Yeah, um, she's actually, mm. yeah, she's done great in GD. I could see her playing for the Ferns in GD. Yeah, same. Yeah, Easily. definitely. Um, so we have two more things before we go. Um, the as far as I'm aware, the ANZ preps have been in a hub uh, up in Auckland at the Auckland Netball Centre. But round eight sees all of the teams return and starting to play their actual home games. So Christchurch, Hamilton, um, and uh, I'm going to get this wrong, Junior, so you may need to correct me, but it's in Tiruapara Arena in Porirua. <laughs> yeah, Tiruapara. Yeah, there we go. Yep, so that's in oh Wellington. Oh, yeah. how nice does that sound? God, yeah. Just see, like, Junior I makes it like sound like I, I want to go there with a mojito and just like <laughs> sit on the beach. That's what I feel like. There's definitely there's there's no beautiful beaches in Wellington, but okay, yes, I get it. <laughs> it's it's more just like heaps of, heaps of wind. Really it's such trendy. a white boy comment. I just uh, yeah, and my you know yeah my white man um, pronunciation of it as well. Um, sorry for embarrassing the people. Um, no, that's okay. just just on that point. Um, uh, before we go, just on that point, I, I, how much do you you expect that to change the dynamics of of the game in terms of like where these teams are at? So like, they're all some of them are playing at home, and some of them are obviously playing on the road now instead of like the majority of them playing on the road. Like, does that do you think that's going to affect the dynamics of the game, Junior? Oh, definitely. And um, hopefully it, um, it'll it bode well for um, the teams that are towards the bottom of the table. Like, so for example, the Steel, like, yeah. I mean, um, 
you know legend talks about like you know when and this was back in like npc days but also even the anz as well it was always a rough task for any team to play the steel in invercargill um and that's because like Inver like invercargill and i um i have family not far outside invercargill and bluff um and like so i've been there a lot and invercargill are a very like they're a very proud city and the steel are a very proud part of that city um, and so there's always such massive support. Um, and so it's always really hard to beat Steel at home, um, just given that they've got such massive crowd support. And, and you know, that's that obviously really feeds a team, as we all know. Um, so that'll definitely change the dynamic in terms of those players that play at home. And hopefully the Magic as well. Like, um, I think the Magic... Um, you know have just really struggled to piece together like you know a 48 minute performance um they just they have patches of brilliance during their games um and obviously they've you know they've, they've suffered the loss of one of their you know probably one of their starting shooters who's still stuck over here in australia um and so they're just trying to adjust there but you know also like hopefully given some home games and some and some community support around them um they could really rally because the thing about anz is is um just like the Pulse, you know, just lost or, or just got over the line against, sorry, just got over the line against Steel the other week. You know, it's definitely a competition where, you know, regardless of where you are in the season, um, you know, some of the bottom table, um, some of the bottom teams on the table can still disrupt what's happening at the top. Um, and so hopefully that bodes well for the Magic in the latter part of the season. Um, if they can really string together some performances, they'll really, um, they'll, they'll really make some impacts. Yeah, and I, I think going in that with that mindset as well of, of disruption rather than, you know, like like the premiership's out of reach, but we can really mess with like home games and lineups and stuff like that. I think the potential for that from the steel and, and the magic is, is an incredibly interesting one. And I think that would be a mindset if I was coaching that you would kind of instill on your players as well, like use it as an opportunity to... Um, to disrupt and to really like mess with some of these teams where they actually make th you make them look beatable you know what I mean definitely um, so and you know like, like and it's like I mean I I think most teams and it's probably the same over here once your season is over on the scoreboard you're automatically looking at what's happening next season in terms of like you know what combinations can we work on now that'll build on to next year and, and putting out good performances um, you know in, in preparation for next year as well yeah so, yeah yeah it'll be great okay round seven tips so we're actually taping this as round seven is being played I'm not going to tell you the score um, so you can't cheat um, so don't look Luke, I'm watching you. And Junior, I can't watch you, but don't cheat. Um, so, I'm just going to read our round, our round seven tips. So, let's go. Uh, we've got the Pulse and the Magic currently playing. I'm not telling you the score. Oh, the Pulse. Pulse. Yeah. Uh, Junior? Yeah, the Pulse. Probably by maybe Pulse by a seven. Okay. Respectable. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got the Pulse and the Stars. <laughs> so, Pulse are doing another back-to-back. -back. I'm going to say the Pulse by one. I think it's... I'm going to say the stars just to be different because I think they're going to be tired. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. It'll be... You know, I'm... Actually, yeah, actually, I'm going to jump ship. I'm going to say the stars only because I <laughs> I would like to see someone topple the pulse. <laughs> It'd be nice. As, it as would be nice. As rude as that sounds. In a nice, in the nicest <laughs> way possible. Um, but also, I think the stars, once again, they're a team that... Um, they're a team that just is really brilliant in patches and if they can string together um some really good plays you know they've and they've got the players to do it as well yeah i think so i i i'm going with the pulse because it's a safe pick and also just to be contrarian but i do love the fact that you chose the stars so well done you guys 
She'll be very proud of yourself. <laughs> um, so we have the uh, tactics and the stars of the stars on the back to back. Oh Jesus! Definitely that feels like tactics. a tactics win easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, and then we have the steel and the mystics. Mystics. Um, I'm gonna I go with feel the mystics. the mystics. Yeah, mystics just feels realistic. And, and the then again, steel, the mystics. I mean, absolutely. You, Sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. I think the the steel is. Yeah, uh, I feel for them. I got I got low hopes for them to be honest. I don't mean that in a bad way. They're just like injury ravaged. You just can't. You can't. I wonder do much. if Irene Van Dyke's just gonna put on. A yeah, movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you I imagine? Really that would be amazing. I would. I could I, imagine yeah. that. I could if they drop the dollars. She yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Post COVID era, like yeah, boom. yeah, just yeah, put putting money back into the economy. And the final game of round seven is the Mystics backing it up against the Magic on uh, Monday evening. Um, I feel like this could be a potential for, for the Magic to, to upset. Yeah, look, uh, like, <sighs> okay. um, the good thing about it is the Mystics will come off, you know, the Mystics, the Myst, the, sorry, the good thing for the Magic, excuse me, is the Mystics are going back to back, whereas the Magic yeah. have, you know, a, a two-day break. And, you know, depending on how their team game goes tonight against the Pulse, you know, also gives them time to go back and look at what they could be doing differently. Um, it gives them a, a lot more turnaround time in terms of, you know, what to focus on. Um, yeah. So they could really hit the Mystics hard. I was just yeah. thinking, sorry to rewind, um, can you imagine if they caught, because Donna, I think Donna Wilkins, previously Lofhagen, like she's from down south, I think she's in Dunedin more than anything. But I reckon the Steel could give her a quick call. Yeah. Because I saw her at Nationals last year. She still looks pretty fit. And at Cadbury. She's yeah, a, damn. She, she, she'd be amazing. She's still the one of the smartest shooters ever to play netball. Anyway. Well, she played, in the, <laughs> she played in the WNBA. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Her and um, her and Bell no Collins. Holy shit! I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a baller. Fuck Because yeah. she used yeah. to do um, WNBL and netball. God damn! Yeah, yeah. Donna's a oh. superstar. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, look, Southern Steel, give her a call, please. Immediately. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel bad. Um, Okay, that'll do us um, for this week. Uh, we might be back next week. We might do it like fortnightly just to do a catch up. We'll see how we go with the schedules because our schedule's going to go absolutely bonkers. Yes, because we have now to that cover the SSN's SSN. back. Um, and yeah, I think we're, we're doing some work for the SSN um, over the next SSN, couple of weeks. That's so exciting. yeah, yeah. So we uh, uh, exciting is one word. Yeah, uh, I mean, terrifying if, yeah, is another. That schedule is looking. You'll be, you guys will be fine. Um, I just, it'll just yeah. be very interesting how SSN pans out because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's... The two-point shot. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. there's a lot going but, on. But that, that, that is for another episode, Luke. Yes. So we're yes. going gonna to leave it here for this week. Um, as always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. Come and chat to us for posting news, updates, all kinds of great stuff. Come and message us. Tell us if you love the show. Uh, tell us if you hate the show. Um, you know, no, don't, I don't want that. Okay, Luke doesn't want that, so don't tell us. <laughs> Junior doesn't want to hear it either. We only want to hear love and adoration, so please send us love and adoration. Okay, if you don't, if you don't respond or you don't send us any of that, then we know that you hate us. Um, you can get us on Instagram as well, the Gold Circle Pod. If you're listening to the show, please tag us, and we will repost you and, and shoot you a comment as well. It's been really lovely. Been a couple of people have been posting it. And uh, Junior, what's your know? Insta? I think it's just Junior. It's Levi just Junior Levy underscore. Follow Ooh. me for all of your. Follow me for some great comedy and lots of height <laughs> is, that, is that my selling points yeah lots of height, yeah, amazing. humor and yeah yep. 
much, all of the much, witty, much wittier than us. Um, How, me, and just you can get capitalism, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you get us on Twitter as well. Twitter, uh, I'm at Bleakster, B L W E K S T E R, and Luke is at B L T underscore eighty six, which is his birth year. Um, just wanted what to that? Oh my god! <laughs> I just wanted to note that one. Fucking um, hell. Well, you said that Thank you were like you. a senior. Um, yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I met someone that was like, oh, someone from my CrossFit thing was like, yeah. oh, I was born in 1996. I was just like, oh, excuse me. Oh my god, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Well, that was like Who me with you? Grace Nueca the other week, and I was like, oh, she's born in 2000. No, I nearly graduated then. Um, yeah, well, same. Well, not from. Like from primary school but anyway that's beside the point um, you can uh, email us thegoalcircle at gmail.com please send us an email if you have any questions or any requests or anything like that um, and also if you want us to shout out your netball club please let us know and we're happy to do that at the end of the show to support our grassroots um, netballers um, it's important that we uh, continue to keep the sport alive on a grassroots level you know just because there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment and it's cool to support that sort of stuff so please send us through that stuff um, I do love it it's great um, and I promise final thing um, if you're on iTunes and stuff like that, please leave us a rating and a review. Uh, we do love and we do read it. Stop playing with the microphone, Luke. Um, we do. We we do just got called out. Um, uh, we do love uh, reading those. Um, we've got some really great feedback and, and um, some ratings and stuff as well. So it means the world to us that you're still listening. Um, now, in terms of the the goal circle schedule, I. We're still, we need to have like a production meeting about that um, inside baseball uh, just to get our schedule intact because the schedule they released today was bonkers. So we might try and get an episode to discuss what's to come um, next week with Abby McCullough coming back onto the show. Um, but I think that'll do us. So the Gold Circle International uh, will hopefully be back next week. If not next week, we'll come back the week after with um, going into updates with uh, how the uh the league is going anyway thank you so much for coming onto the show junior you've been a wonderful guest with your insights again thanks daddy no worries thank you thanks amazing thanks so much for listening guys we'll catch you very soon bye